Welcome to Caffeine, Crime and Canines, a podcast brought to you by two girls who love their dogs, love coffee, but most importantly, love true crime. Hey, Lockie. Hey, Karina. How are you going? Good. How are you? Good. How's your day been? Pretty good. It's pretty shitty weather out there, but it's been nice. I actually was have been out all day and I have to tell you about this place I went to. Oh, yeah? So it's called Lenny yep. and it's in Albert Park mm-hmm. and it is the cutest little, like I went there for brunch. Yeah. Um, it's like a really cute little place. It's got heaps of outdoor areas for like um, pups because I took Victor with me. Yeah. And there were heaps of puppies around and oh. honestly they had the best coffee. Like really? I, I have not had, I, like, I, I love my coffee, my regular coffee shop. I don't know what the heck beans they use. I actually should have asked them. It was incredible. I'm, I had two like there and I'm like kicking myself that I didn't get a third. And they use the good almond milk there? Yes, they ha- definitely yep. have milk lab because, you know, I'm a, a bit mm. of a snob when it comes to almond milk. That's a long, long trek if you ever want another one of their coffees. <laughs> I know, right? It only took me half an hour to drive there, but it was worth it. Well, I like Apple Park. But oh, it's beautiful, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's really nice. Um, but I was thinking our next catch-up, we should definitely head there. Yeah, that sounds good. Actually, Danny messaged me to catch up this weekend, but I didn't really have much time, unfortunately, and she's going away next week. So Yeah, I know. She's going to New Zealand. We'll have to hey, Danny. She gets back. Yeah, yeah, hey, Danny. We miss you. <laughs> we I miss, miss you. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll have to do that for sure. I yeah, think I... Danny should be a, a um, guest on an episode one day. I think she would love that. Yeah, I think she'd be really good. Should we get into what we'll be talking about today? Yes, Karina, have you got your snorkel ready? I do have my snorkels ready. Where are we going? going to dive right in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's cringe. It's cringe. <laughs> I secretly love it. I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay, so today we will be discussing Elisa Lamb. Mm-hmm. Um. So have you, did you get a chance to watch the Netflix documentary? Yes, I re, I've watched it when it came out, but I rewatched it last night. Uh, uh, I hated it even more the second time, just going to yeah. say. Yeah. It's, it's horrible. It's a horrible documentary. I did not enjoy it either. No. I, I, there was so many parts in it. I was like, like, I felt was, like they weren't needed. No, it was just so, it was oh, just so over-dramatized. Like, oh. anyway. Do you, know, do you know I really did not like all the YouTubers, sleuths I know. and stuff. Like, I know. Oh. They were just a, like creeps in my opinion. Not all of them. I shouldn't say that. But there were some that were just like. Gave me the creeps. Yeah. Yep. I know. And I feel bad as well because like I'm all about researching cases and, you know, like I love discussing cases, especially like now that we've got the podcast and even with you, like I'll always message you like, oh my gosh, look at this or look at that. Yeah. But there's something about it that made me feel like ick. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. Ick. Yeah. That's a good word. Really icky. Yeah. yeah. So um, that was a bit of a shame, but um, I mean, there was, there was definitely which we're going to get into the case any moment, but there was something in there that really changed my whole mm-hmm. mind on the case. So we'll yeah. have to, um, which I thought was huge. There was um, a lot of information in it. Yeah. I must say. Yeah. They could have, I think they could have done it in two episodes really. And just yeah. put out the info, info and do you know what I mean? Left all the other random crap out. Yeah. That would have been a lot more, um, yeah, a lot nicer. 
But mm-hmm. so let's dive into the Elisa Lamb case. Yep. Um, so Elisa Lamb was 21. Yep. Her Cantonese name was Lam Ho Yi. Is that how you'd pronounce it? I wasn't sure. I, I didn't so. want to say it wrong. Yeah. 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 Uh, so she's a first generation uh, Canadian. Yep. And I thought it was really like sweet that uh, to mention that her birthday is actually coming up on the 30th of April. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> yep. But I thought that's, yeah, something that like, like we should put in like the 30th of April. So, yeah. Um, so she really enjoyed blogging, um, and on Tumblr. Did you, yep. did you happen to get onto her Tumblr, um, blog? No, but she pretty much used it as a journal really. She yep. did so many posts in it. She did. Um, and I mean, Netflix mm. did a great job in that sense of sort of letting her come to life, like using her own words. Like I did like that part of like that they were reading her actual blog entries yeah um just so it gives her a bit more of a voice but um I did actually try go on to her can I tell you I it looks like that I'm not sure because everywhere I had looked online it said that it was still available but when I went on to tumblr um and searched her blog I actually should have written that down I think it was like novelle it was like Nouvelle, Nouveau yeah. or something. Yep. Yeah. So I did, um, yeah, I, I searched it up. It looks like, I'm not sure if it's archived though, because it wasn't um, a great deal. Like I did look through um, a few of her posts. I know that I actually thought of you when I saw that she was a big Parks and Rec fan. Was she really? Yeah. So I actually thought I of love you. That show. Yeah. Yeah. And also Harry Potter. It's another one of your loves. Okay. Yep. Um and the Great Gatsby, so I know that she did post a lot about that, but she did use it more as a diary. So I think yeah, that was really interesting. Um, yeah, just to see things through her eyes. It, and it sounded like I mean we don't really know her, but it sounded like she maybe didn't have a lot of people to talk to because she was just so like with the Tumblr, she used to just write so much personal things like just gave me the impression that maybe she was felt a little bit isolated in her life. Yeah. I definitely mm. know what you mean. I also think that maybe it's, she felt more like, even though it's strangers you're opening up to, they don't know you, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel yeah. like it's such a different feeling. Like I'm pretty sure in one of her posts that actually says that this is different to writing um, in my diary because I know someone's actually going to read it and she gets a bit of a rush when she'd hit like publish. Yeah. So I thought that was, yeah, really interesting as well it does look like she did have um some close friends because I had seen some photos of her graduation and things like that but maybe it's just something that like she didn't want to bring people down and talk about like do you know what I mean certain things so that's why she found um like blogging like a lot more Mm. yeah satisfying um so she was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and depression, but I do think that is a big part of the case. So it is something that we definitely need to talk about. Yeah, definitely. Um, and she was on so much medication. Yeah, exactly right. And I mean, I'm not familiar with a lot of the meds and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. but I did have a quick, just like sort of look into bipolar disorder because it's not something that I'm really familiar with. Like I've heard of it, but it's not something yeah. that like, you know what I mean? Like I'm really like, like 
know much about. So um, I did see that uh, individuals with bipolar disorder can experience extreme shifts in mood and energy levels. Uh, mm-hmm. The disorder can manifest in many ways and can be different for every person. So I had mm-hmm. read that it can't, I'm not sure that it can be diagnosed. Like there's not a specific diagnosis because everyone sort of has different effects of bipolar. I don't know if you know much about it. Mm. I think it's it's just, it's hard to diagnose because it kind of looks like depression sometimes and it looks like schizophrenia sometimes and it can morph into all these other things. So it's hard to diagnose because of that, I think. Yeah. So she, well, she was, they do say that she was diagnosed and she was on medication for bipolar disorder and depression. Yep. Yeah. She, she was on so much medication. Yeah. Um, I've actually got a list here. I just found it before. Oh, wow. So she was on a, a stimulant for ADHD. She was on a mood stabilizer uh, for her bipolar and an anticonvulsant for epilepsy. I think they're given for bipolar together. Okay. She was on an antipsychotic. Um, which is normally prescribed for schizophrenia, bipolar, and depression. She was also on an antidepressant, and then she was also on a, another type of antidepressant um, as well. So she was on quite a bit. Um, so it was obviously a pretty hefty um, yep. time she was going through, I guess, because exactly. that's a lot. Exactly, and the fact that, I mean, she does talk about this in her blog post. That's why I don't think, I think that, the fact that she was openly talking about it, obviously I do think that mental illness should be discussed openly. I don't think it's something that you should like sort of hide from because the more people talk about it, the more like you're aware, you know what I mean? Like the more you have an understanding of it. So um, I do, yeah, I do like that she did talk about them in her blog posts and it wasn't like a big Mm -hmm. secret. And even the medication, I think she she did speak about that she was on meds and things like that. Um, Yeah. I guess that's a little bit just of background on Elisa. Um, Mm -hmm. So she had actually decided to go on a trip by herself. I think it took a bit of convincing for her parents, like to convince her parents to allow her to go, but she must have just been at a stage at her life where – I think she had taken like a little break from uni or um, college. So uh, she thought, let's make the most of it. Um, She was obviously going through a bit of a rough patch and maybe she just wanted to get away and live a little. Um, Mm -hmm. That's what I got from um, her just wanting to escape for a little bit. Um, So she arranged to do a West Coast adventure. So um, over in the States. Mm -hmm. So she started off in San Diego. Yep. And she actually visited the San Diego Zoo. And because I've been there, I thought, well, that's so <laughs> – and I'm – so this – sorry, just backtracking a little bit. So this was back in 2013. I should have actually written down um, yeah, oh, yeah, the yeah. date. So 2013, yep, she decides um, Jan, she's like fresh year, fresh start. Um, she wants to get away for a little bit. So, she yeah, she organizes to go on a little West Coast adventure. Um, so she starts in San Diego – she goes to the San Diego Zoo. Um, so that's around the 28th of January she arrives in LA mm-hmm. and she books to stay at the Cecil Hotel. So we're diving straight into <laughs> this. Yeah, yeah, we're literally like I'm not like <laughs> tippy-toeing around this. Um, so I'm quite. I'm not sure actually whether it was stay on Maine that she had booked, but it was booked. stay on Maine is the Cecil. So maybe we should just quickly discuss this Cecil yep. hotel. Cause honestly, yep. 
wow, gives me creeps. <laughs> so it was. Kind of want to go there. You, oh, <laughs> do you know what's freaking crazy? I went in to the States 2013 and 2017, and both times I was like, I was really curious to go, but mm. as soon I chickened out every time I got there. Like, I'm not kidding. <laughs> Even like maybe, I think it's because it's not just a hotel, I think it's the area surrounding the hotel, yeah. which gives me the creeps. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. And especially if you're not familiar with the area and you don't know where you're going or anything like that, like, I don't know. Would you do it? Michael and I, well, Michael and I kind of, we stayed in downtown LA. Did you? Kind of by accident as well. Wow. And we were meant to stay at like a hotel with our other tour guides, but our booking didn't go through. So we ended up just trying to find random accommodation in downtown LA and we ended up staying at this Japanese backpackers and it was like it was a disgusting room. Like I shouldn't say disgusting. It was gross. It was just like we shared a bathroom. It was just horrible. And I remember like the next day we were walking to the train station in downtown LA. The people around there, like it was a creepy place. I come cannot believe we stayed there. And I looked it up, and it was literally a block from the seaside. Oh, really? What year yeah. was this? What year did you go? 2016 I think wow and do you know what's so mm. funny like when um because obviously we're gonna we'll get into it and I, I know a lot of the people probably would have already seen the documentary so I, I guess it's easier to sort of like keep chatting about things that are going to happen later on um down the track but in the documentary there are two um I think they're from England travelers Mm, yeah, that's st- staying at the sea. So I'm like, why wouldn't you look at where you're staying now? I know you're, like, you're saying that. I'm like, oh, maybe it's more common than what I think. Because I'm like crazy about accommodation. Like I feel like not only do I look up the place, look up the reviews, and what the room looks like. Like I'll look around there. Like I'm just, it, it, I think just traveling in general is, is a little bit scary for me. So I want to make sure you know, like I'm not one of the types that would just be like, yeah, I'll stay there, and I, you know, won't check where the heck I'm going. <laughs> yeah, that, that's crazy that they. I mean, I think they booked it pretty last minute and didn't pay all that much. So Yeah. So this Cecil Hotel is actually built as a business uh, hotel in the 1920s. Mm-hmm. Um, so from there, I'm, cre- I'm pretty sure there was like a um, – well, you probably know better than me on this. Is it like a um, – like a, I don't know, it's like a depression or a crash or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? What, like an asylum. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> no, I've lost it. I should have actually written this back down because I'm really bad with history. You know when there's like an economic like crash? Like, oh, like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? You know how bad I'm with history. I should... Like an economic disaster, like a financial. Yeah, like I think something like happened in LA and, you know, like everything crashes. So there's not a lot of money and a lot of people yep. go. Like, I don't know if it's a great depression. That I feel like that wouldn't. Was that? No, I don't think it was that. I think it was. <laughs> I'm so bad. <laughs> I don't know what it is. You know, I know. There was some yeah. big thing that happened. Um, so it must have been like obviously after the 1920s and that caused the area around the Cecil Hotel to be like sort of flooded with like homeless people because obviously a lot of people would have been struggling. I feel like it's like a financial thing. So there was like a financial yeah. crash or something and then obviously a lot of people lost their jobs and homes. So, yeah, um, yeah so that area became um, known as Skid Row. Yeah. Uh, so I think Skid Row, as I said, is like I guess it's like I think it's like Springs. homeless, prostitutes, mm. drugs, like just – yeah. 
everything and anything you sort of don't really want to see. Um, yeah. So from there, obviously the the people that were staying at the Cecil, um, I think that obviously the rooms became a lot cheaper and things like that. So after this little crash, the Cecil Hotel uh, became, yeah, so quite a, I guess, a cheaper hotel, I guess, uh, because of all the people that were staying around the Cecil Hotel. Um, it was full of homeless people and things like that. Uh, there were, well, there's actually been so many, like just bad energy from this hotel, I feel like, from that point onwards. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Cecil's known for like murders, suicides, um, overdoses. Uh, they, there are 700 rooms there as mm-hmm. well. So obviously when it was originally built, I thought it was going to be like a big fancy hotel and it just turned to crap. Um, mm-hmm. so they say that the Cecil hotel is full of really dark energy. Um, because of this, obviously a lot of people, they just weren't making any money and it was more people that like couldn't get housing and things like that would come to stay there. So like people from like, um, like mental asylums and things like that, or, you know, that people that just couldn't afford to live anywhere would go and stay at the Cecil. So, um, later on down the track, they came up with like, sort of like a marketing plan to split the hotels even though it was Mm -hmm. sorry split it into two hotels so even though it was the one building they had like they sort of did like just a makeover with a certain part of the hotel so what they did is they created two separate entrances Mm -hmm. so one was the Cecil Hotel. So, again, I think that was like um, people like low income and things like that would live on like the first few floors. And then – Yeah, because I think um, the Cecil Hotel, like they tried to just evict all the, all of the people that lived there, but the hotel was like registered with some type of group of hotels that had to be low – Income. Cost accommodation. Yeah, yeah. So they, they had no choice but to keep these people there. Yeah. Yep, that's yep. right. So what they did, so they so they kept obviously they kept the people that had that were living there in the first few floors, and then I think sort of like a, there was like a little middle area. So I'm guessing, uh, to tell you the truth, I've got a feeling it's like from five all up. It's fourteen. It's a fourteen floor um, hotel. Okay. Yeah, they've actually got the thirteenth floor missing. Did you know that? Oh no! So isn't that interesting? I I didn't actually know that people or hotels do that so they've completely gotten rid of the 13th floor must be like bad energy but this place is so bad I can't even believe they've got rid of this floor because you know what I mean like it's bad how much worse could it be with the 13th floor yeah exactly um so it's known for yeah as I said as I said it's known for like um like murderers have lived there so one of the big serial killers that has known to stay there was Richard uh, Ramirez Ramirez, which is the night stalker another really good doco which is really creepy mm, yes. netflix yeah that was good doco that was a good doco um although it gave mm. me the absolute creeps we should do that one that as we should yeah one episode um and then um another serial killer was jack i can't even pronounce his uh, surname do you know who i'm talking about under wigger under wigger yeah yeah so i think he killed um prostitutes as well and he'd go back to the Cecil. so this is a really dodgy creepy place. place yeah but um as i said that it already had a really bad reputation so th- i guess marketing they thought all right what we're gonna do is let's split it into two which i think mm. like honestly like i see where they're coming from but what the actual heck mm. 
Like I sort of why bother? Yeah, exactly. No, but why bother? But how freaking if you've got that those sort of people staying there and it's in that sort of area, like do you really think it's the best idea to market it as like you know what I mean? Like a sort of like cool, fun place for like, I guess, um backpackers and tourists, like Yeah, I feel like they kind of have neglected their um you know, they need to do right by people and if they're gonna have backpackers staying there I feel like they've just kind of forgotten that they have a duty of care for yeah. people. You know, they, they're just trying to make money. Exactly. Like, and that's and that's one thing that I think is yeah, really horrible. Just about the whole this obviously the Cecil in general, but this story and obviously the people that were staying thinking stay on Maine was like, do you know what I mean? Sort of like for tourists or backpackers, just a, a cheaper accommodation in LA, like. If you Googled stay on Maine, they've marketed it as a complete separate hotel. Yeah. But you're still sharing the lifts with, you know, all the people. Like there's only two lifts and you're sharing that with everyone that's staying in that building. So you could be sharing that lift with like people from that have just been released from jail or prison. I um, was thinking that I find it quite strange that Elisa – Obviously, like her parents were quite strict with her and, and she had to really, you know, beg them to go on this trip. And I would be interested to know what other types of hotels she was staying at before and maybe the hotels she was planning at staying at after. Because if the Cecil, like with the past that it had and the area it was in, you would think that her parents or even her may have done a little bit of research as to where she was staying. So part of me thinks, one, I'd like to know where, yeah, what type of places she was staying at and if this was like kind of just the same type of place or maybe she wanted to stay here. Like maybe she had hurt, was a fan of something or she, you know, like. Well, well, that's know. actually a really good point. And also I wonder when, I'm not actually 100% sure on when they created these technically two hotels. Like if this stay on Maine was really fresh, if you Googled it, I guess it who knows what would come up in the Google search? Like, would it actually yeah. be connected to the Cecil or would it, because it's a complete new, it's like Google doesn't know anything about it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. unless someone's connected the two. And I think Stay on Main had good reviews. In the it did. So possibly, you know, she may have looked it up and just thought, yep, that looks good. And even like the photos, like they did a fresh paint, like um, things like that. I know that um, the tourists that do speak in the um, documentary actually say about how when they entered, they're like, wow, this lobby is amazing, like compared to for what they mm. were paying for. So it must have just been, unless she's just on a budget, you know, because she's a student, like yeah. maybe she just didn't have a lot of money. Um, and yeah. the website sold, website and reviews sold her. Yeah, possibly. Um, so so she booked a room yep, at the Cecil. So she arrived there on the 28th of Jan. She arrives in L.A. and she planned yep. to stay there for a few days. Um, mm-hmm. Now, there are reports she was – actually, this is a, a, a good point because, you know, he was just saying before about how I wonder what other hotels she was staying at. Maybe she was doing like a backpacking thing because I know that she originally yep. was uh, sharing a room. Ah, uh, yeah, with other people. Yeah, so that if that if that hotel's cheap already, for you to even share it with more yeah, people, that's, that's going to be even cheaper. So she must have just been travelling like on a budget. Yeah, but I think there was also a post on a Tumblr about how um, she was kind of like excited to meet people yeah. as well. So maybe she did those backpackers. Um, to make friends. 
Yeah, yeah. which is that's actually Probably. so sad. Um, there are reports. So, um, yes, so she was sharing, um, a room with roommates, but after a few days, uh, they reported her behavior as being quite odd and, uh, they must've reported it to the um, hotel and they've actually kicked her out of the shared dorm for erratic behavior. So, um, two of the things that I saw she was doing is apparently she was leaving notes on the girl's beds. Yeah. And some of them said, like, get out or, and things like that. <laughs> yeah. And another thing is she locked the girls out of the her, the room that they were staying in yeah. when she was asking for a password. Oh, my God. So, and, and do you know what? Like, because I put myself in those girls' shoes because I'm sure, like, being those girls, how bad would you feel? You know what I mean? Yeah, now you would. But at the same time, like, that type of behaviour – you wouldn't just cop that. Exactly. And you know I'd I mean? be more – and this is probably going back to the mental um, – Like the mental yeah, side, side of, of things is that because, like, not everyone is open and honest about it, like, you'd think that she was on drugs, which is scary. Like, I know, like, yeah. I feel like mental illness isn't as scary as someone being on drugs. Like, I know that sounds bad, but you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. a, it's like an explanation. Whereas if someone's doing that, like, I'd be scared, you know? Yeah, and bipolar I think can be like quite extreme yeah, as well. Like, mm. so obviously she's yeah she's kicked down and she's popped into her own room. Yep. Um. So that was so that was um, I think just a few days after she must have just sh- shared a few days with the girls. Um. On the thirty first of January, there's a report that she like was in the lobby and screamed, "I'm crazy, but so is LA." What? Yeah. Oh my god! And she did like a like a like I honestly I close my eyes and I feel like she's like put got her hands up and just screams in the lobby. Yeah. Um, but oh I know, god. like I'm crazy and so is LA. But the manager of the Cecil was saying, I imagine the crazy shit she sees there. She just yep. assumed like, oh, all right, like it's just sort of young children, who knows, drunk, high, whatever it is. She didn't yep. think anything of it. Um, I feel like if that was in a nicer hotel. All this, yeah. every, all these events would have been so different. Yeah, I agree. Like what role, what happens would have just been co- like a complete different story. Um, but yeah. obviously, yeah, they, they, they've seen it all. They said, you know, they I actually going back to that Cecil hotel, which just gives you like an understanding of how freaking crazy this place is. So they think that, um, or they say 80 people have died there between, this is just between 2007 and 2017. Wow. And they have had thousands of 911 calls. One of the cops says that there's one to three calls a day at the Cecil. Oh my God. That's crazy. Isn't it? Yeah. So, so there's cra- there's crazy, crazy characters in there. Your favorite word, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um so one of the uh one of the things for her to be traveling alone is she promised her parents that she'd call her them every day to just to check in um just for peace of mind obviously so she didn't call so actually there's two reports one i saw that the last time her family heard from her was the 31st of jan okay yeah um and she typically typically called them every day uh, and she's due to check out of the Cecil on the 1st of Feb. Yep. Now her family don't hear from her. So I think it was only one day they hadn't heard from her. So as I said, one of the reports, I know they definitely um, had 
called and reported her missing on Feb 1st. Yeah. But whether she they spoke to her on the 31st and didn't speak to her on the 1st, I've got a feeling just from looking at different notes and things, they must have spoken to her on the 30th. They haven't heard from her on the 31st and then they've reported her missing on the 1st. Do you know if that yeah. sounds about right? No. Yeah, that sounds like it makes sense. And I think the hotel flagged something as well because she didn't check it yeah. out. And I think, I don't know, maybe the hotel called her. I don't know if she had to give a contact you know, maybe she gave her parents and they rang and said, oh, we haven't heard from her either. And then they freaked out. So I know that she yeah. actually lost her phone, which is a really interesting little fact like the day before as well. Really? Yeah. Um, so obviously she didn't check out and the hotel have like a policy that they remove all personal belongings if you don't check out by checkout time. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Uh, well, what if they have another guest coming in? I guess, but think about like, so this is laptop, her meds, clothing, her purse. Apparently there were no yeah. drugs in um, the space she was staying in, but it was really messy. Um, okay. But they did, so they remove all her personal belongings. I think they just bagged them. Yeah. Okay, so obviously she's reported missing and she hasn't checked out of the Cecil. So now the police are notified. Her family flies straight to, L- to L.A., uh, to help track their daughter down. Um, mm-hmm. So there is, she's literally vanished. There is no yep. sign of her. So the police start combing through uh, footage of the hotel because that's the last place she was seen. So I'm pretty sure the last place and time she was seen is the 31st. In the lobby. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So now this is where things just get bizarre. The police find footage of her mm. and the footage is in a lift so they released this footage in hopes that someone's seen her or I guess just hope hopes to um, move like you know help find her and move the case along um, so yeah. the second this is released I feel like this is where all the sleuths all you know Everyone on the internet just loses it because the footage is not just your everyday hop into the elevator, press a button, and you're off sort of footage. Yeah. It, now, I'm hoping that most people that are listening have seen this footage. If not, I wonder if we can post it um, yeah, we should be to, to our Instagram. Yeah. Um, so there's a few random things. Now, what did you think of the footage actually before? I don't know whether it's the best to give it. Just maybe we'll give a little description of what this footage is. Yeah. So she sort of pops into the lift. Yeah. Uh, she does like weird, like she hides in a co- First it just looks normal. Like she's just like jumped mm. into a corner. Now this whole footage, the doors are, are completely stay open. She's alone in the footage. Yep. Um, She is popping her head in and out. I was actually thinking when we originally discussed doing this case whether I should watch the footage and describe it as I'm watching it. But I feel like so many people have seen it and we will post it. Um, yeah. So, she, yeah, she's popping in and out of the lift. She is yeah. doing like a dancing, like her fingers are sort of doing like a weird movement, like a dancing sort of movement with her fingers. Yeah, and someone actually described it like she was casting a spell oh. as well. Like her fingers are just like... Yeah, it's really weird. It's really bizarre. There are times where she sort of playfully. She sometimes it looks like she is playing, like playing a game of hide and seek. Like she pops yeah. her head out, sort of looks in and out, and then pops back in. Um, 
So a few things about this video, and I think this video is what made the case so big. So this is the last footage of her. Yeah. So, I mean, the few questions that I had from looking at this video is why do the doors stay open? So. Well, I think I can answer that. I think from the sleuths, from the our favourite people, yeah. um, they zoomed in on this footage and noticed that she actually pushes the door yeah. hold button. Yeah. And and so apparently someone a sleuth again had hopped into that exact lift and pressed that um, button, and apparently it say the lifts stay open for exactly two minutes. Yeah, and I think um, so. I listened to. Nick and the captain from True Crime Garage talk about this case and um, Nick mentions that he works in security for high-rise buildings and that sometimes when the elevators, especially old ones where you confuse them by pushing a lot of buttons, they kind of just override to their safety system, which would be to have the doors all open. Wow, yeah. So she possibly could have just confuse the elevator as well yeah and that's such i actually love nick and the captain true crime mm. garage is like my favorite um imagine if they ever listen to us oh my gosh stop was... <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so that i i thought that was really cool because he obviously works in security for big buildings so i found that really interesting like a little interesting yeah. fact um i did find it interesting that obviously she didn't just press the like one did she know she was pressing that button two not only does she press that button but she presses a whole bunch of other buttons um like obviously all different levels i feel like there's no actual it's not like it's a rhythm or anything it's just she's just going through and pressing buttons and it's like like you know what you what you do when you're a kid like you know when you just want to jump in and you want to press all the buttons that's what it looks like to me like she's playing it the whole thing's very playful i feel the video yeah she she doesn't look like she's in distress no she's scared or anything no not at all that's another thing that annoyed me about the netflix documentary was all the sluice were like trying to figure out the sequence of buttons that she was pushing and i was like come on like she's just jumped in and pushed a whole bunch of buttons yeah there's no pattern to it at all like there, there are staying on this video though. There are obviously some of the sleuths have tracked down, or well, not even tracked down, but they've watched the little, um, like the numbering in the corner because it's sort of blurred mm. out. Yeah, it's not very noticeable. We can't see the time or or anything like that. Um, but they do think that the video is uh, sliced at two fifty seven. So they want to know. Obviously, uh, there yeah. is like why the heck was this thing edited? and what yeah. like why didn't they just release the whole thing in the first place um yeah there's also and i'm pretty sure this is proven that the footage that the police did release is actually slowed down yeah so I, they confirmed yeah that. so i seen your video last night did you watch that yeah i watched it yeah of and it looks i feel like it's a very different video when you watch it in actual time than when you watch it slow yeah it, it seems almost not like not normal but um, it doesn't seem as erratic yeah. as the slowed down version does. No, not at all. I agree. I still think there's a very playfulness to her, but the slowness that they re- the slowness of the video that they release gives a complete different vibe to just if you watch it normally. Mm. Yeah. Um, and there's also reports or people. I honestly can't see it, but I would love to know if you can see a little shoe in people report that they can see a sort of shoe. So this whole footage, she's pretty much alone the whole time, but it does look like yep. she's 
interacting with someone outside the lifts. Um, yeah. But, there, yeah, obviously there's there's no other footage of the corridors and things, so you can't actually see or you there's no, like, evidence to show that there's definitely no one there, but people seem to think that there's a little shoe in the left-hand corner of the footage. Yeah, I, I can see the shoe when I watch it, but, I mean, I've watched this video so many times, yeah. like, since it came out, but... There, there's a shoe that I see, but again, these bloody sleuths looking too much into it. It literally just looks like she walks out of the elevator, her left foot turns to the left, and she spins around to walk off to the left, and her right leg swings around and starts walking, and her left foot is just a little bit slower off, and it, it's it's her foot, it's her own foot. Yes, that's what I think. That's and do you know when I when I watched this because I watched it on YouTube um just like to see this foot. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I, it's just her foot. I was like, is there something else I'm meant to see? Because I can't see another foot. I can see her foot, but I can't mm. see obviously what other people are talking about. But yeah, so I thought that was, um, I guess, an interesting point. But I, I personally don't think there's much to that. No. Um. So this. So obviously, yeah, she's missing. This is the last footage. It goes crazy when this is released. Um, yeah. So weeks and weeks go by now I'm quite sure there was actually there's something else going on in LA at the time um I think it was like somebody like attacking police officers and things like that yeah it was that do you remember that case this would also be another great one to cover it, he was an ex-police officer and he um I think he just like went crazy one day and he was just shooting all these people that's actually yeah. nuts yeah and that was happening so there was no resources to kind of look for Elisa yeah, it's actually really scary. So, so yeah. a lot of your police, the or the people, I guess, investigating um, that that was like high priority at the time. So, this sort of took a bit of a back seat. Uh, so, if, I guess weeks and weeks go by, um, and guests at the hotel start complaining about the water pressure yeah. and the, yeah. the water in general. Um, oh. they start saying like obviously the pressure's really weak and I think that it was coming out quite dark <laughs> this is another thing I hate about this documentary because those two tourists were like oh yeah it was coming out quite black and then she's like and we were we were brushing our teeth I with know. the water and we were drinking the water and I was like why the hell are you drinking it and it's coming out black honestly like, oh what the hell I didn't. I went to Queensland this year and I didn't even drink the water from the tap. Like, do you know what I mean? I just wanted to bang my head against the wall when I was watching it. I was like, these people, like, come on. You're in a foreign country and the water is black. You, you think that it's okay to drink? Like, I knew that, but the place that they're staying, like, exactly. And it was they, Yeah, and they complained it was filthy. Yet they're going to drink the black water. I, like, I, I actually, honestly, like, oh. I can't even think about that. That that would actually oh. scar me for life. Well, they said that was oh. scarred for life. Yeah. But um, so obviously, so quite a few guests were complaining. So it mustn't have just been them, um, <laughs> that were yeah drinking, bathing, brushing their teeth in this water. Um, yep. so they report it to the hotel staff, and the manager sends up one of the maintenance workers to check out the water tank on the roof. Yeah, and this poor little maintenance worker. Oh my so gosh, me too, Lockie. Um, so this maintenance worker goes up to the roof, checks it out. Now, we will get into this, but he seems to think that the latch was open. So he just got yep. the ladder from that was – there's a ladder that lives on that roof. Um, yep. It must be for obviously maintenance people so they don't have to carry the ladder up and down. Um, he 
brings it over and has a quick check in one of the water tanks and sees a body. Ellie. Ellie Salam. And he cries in the documentary. Like, he is just. Now, so she was found in the water tank. So this is Um, two weeks later. Two weeks later. She's naked. Mm hmm. yeah, so she's found in the water tank naked. So I think I've got reports that it took them six hours to get her body out of that tank. Yeah. Um, something I did find extremely weird was that manager, mm-hmm. the hotel manager. The lady, yeah. yeah. So when it was reported to the hotel manager of the Cecil, she called her mother before she I know. called police. I know. I, I remember seeing that. I mean – this lady just seemed to me like she was the right person to be managing a hotel like this. Like she just seemed to just be so like daft. Yes. <laughs> like, you know, she, it fit, it's, it was a good job for her. Yeah. I feel like, you know, yeah, like, you know, she just didn't think too much about anything. I don't know how she did it. <sighs> Actual craziness. But, um, yeah. So she called her mother and then she called the police <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, it took them six hours to get her out. Um, they did do – obviously they did they um, did a lot of like um, screens, uh, screenings at like, um, like the coroner and autopsies, autopsies yeah. and things like that. Yep. Um, so maybe we'll just quickly chat about – because one thing I was thinking, which I know they do speak about in the documentary, is about the police originally when they did like scour the hotel looking for yeah. her. Um, yeah. And they did bring in sniffer dogs. I always call them sniffer dogs. I know that's not the right term. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ca- uh, what is that? The Cada- cadaver, cadaver dogs. dogs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they did bring them in. So later on, which obviously it wasn't reported at the time, but they did say that they hit on one of the windows on the 14th floor. What? What do you mean hit on oh, it? Not hit on it. Sorry. Like, you know the sniffer. Sorry, it is a sniffer dog. It's not a cadaver dog. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah, so they had, like, smelt her, whether she's going out the window. What, you know what I mean? Like, when, mm, yep. when they were. Because that was a way up to the roof, exactly. wasn't it? Exactly. Up the fire escape. Exactly, yep. up the fire escape. So that particular, um, yeah, so I thought that was, like, just a, a note, a point to note that they do say that the police dogs picked up on her scent at the window. Um, even, even though, so let's talk about how, I guess, how you'd get onto that roof. Yeah. Um, two ways really. Yeah. Two ways. Exactly right. So there's one way, which is from inside of the building. Now that is said to have been alarmed. The door is to be alarmed and only, um, staff had access. So it's not something that everyone can access. Yeah. The other way is um, through the fire escape. Yep. So I actually looked up. The fire escape itself is just like, you know, like the normal, It's it doesn't look that scary. It's sort of like, um, you know, stairs with like a little platform and then stairs. But once yep. you get to that last level to actually get on the roof, it's literally just the ladder, which I thought was really, really scary. So they're the only two ways to get out onto that roof. Yep. Um, so as I said, she was, uh, she was found, there's four tanks. So she was found in one of the tanks. Now this particular tank she was found in, did you happen to see the, again, photos of which tank it actually was? Yeah. It was like in the back corner. Yes. It wasn't the front. Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought, also I weird. thought was really weird as well because I'm quite sure she was wearing sandals that day and even to sort of like maneuver your way 
onto that last, it's sort of like the last corner one would be a little bit like hard. Like it's not just something that you'd mm-hmm. sort of walk up and jump in, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I thought that was like an interesting point where that for or that where that tank was located. Um, I don't know whether what do you, wh- what are you thinking? Are you thinking we should get into? I guess because I feel like the theories sort of latch onto. Yeah, go for the theories. Yeah, you think the theories? I don't. I don't know if there's anything yeah. else in particular that you wanted to discuss. Yeah, I mean, I think um, a lot of people think that there was foul play involved, but I mean. How do you carry a body up the ladder like? Um, And I think it's probably worth noting because I think the um, police apparently searched the roof they they had said and they didn't see anything. Yeah, Yeah, sorry, yeah, Um, they didn't see anything. Yeah, up there. So that makes me think that either all of the latches were closed and they just didn't, it didn't spark anything in their mind or they, because it was the back kind of tank, they just didn't, they just missed it. Yeah, but if there are yeah. dogs up there, like I don't even know if the dogs did actually go up there, but you'd think that the do you know what I mean? Like, if the dog sniffed her mm. out the window, wouldn't he sniff her? But maybe it was out in the open, and like I don't know how it. And maybe like her being in water, like I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, the scent. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, so actually, before we do going on into theories, we should maybe talk about the um Emmy uh results that came. Oh back. yes, yeah. So um. Yep. Because originally when I did see this footage, I'm like, it must be like drugs, alcohol or something like that. Because even on on all those um, bipolar medication that she was on, sometimes just having one drink with those can send you loopy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was interesting. I think that, yeah, the toxic, toxicology results were like quite highly anticipated because everyone was like, all right, this, this might explain everything. Yeah. No, well, unfortunately, yeah, there was no alcohol or illicit drugs found. Mm-hmm. Um, there mm-hmm. were prescription drugs that yep. were found, but the drug levels were very low. So compared to what she should have been on and the doses she should have been on um, to manage her bipolar, it mm-hmm. didn't match up. So, I mean, I had a few thoughts. Maybe like she was traveling and she thought like maybe they were making her feel like shit or down and she wanted to have like a really good time. So she thought, yeah, the, these types of medications, um, and I'm just like, I know, cause I'm on anti-anxiety medication, which is part of like the same family. If I stop taking them, it makes me really, really sick. So you have to go off it slowly and you have to talk about it with your doctor. So I don't think that she would have just stopped randomly just like, cause she would have been quite sick. Yeah. Holiday. And, um, also, I think there was a report that, like, they counted, like, all of the pills she had on her, for example, and, like, one of the types of pills, she had, like, 70 pills on her and it looked like she had filled a prescription just before she'd left yeah. for 50 and she had an extra 20. So she obviously had, like, a bit left over from an old prescription. But I think that also indicates she obviously wasn't taking as many as she should yeah. have. And um, I was just doing a bit of... um googling around as well and I found something and I don't know how accurate this is but I did find something about the medication that she did take kind of around the time and it said that she took on the 1st or the 31st she had taken one antidepressant she'd also taken her second antidepressant um and her mood stabilizer the day before not the day that 
that she disappeared. I, I don't know how they know this. But then it also said that she had not taken her antipsychotic medication okay. recently. So she may not have taken that at all on her holiday, um, which might explain some of her behaviour. But you know, you know what I was thinking? The fact that she did get these scripts filled and took them with her, like yeah, she obviously yeah, had like exactly. intentions of staying on her medication, but maybe – like, I don't know, did she want You to never know, like, maybe her mum did it for yeah, her or, that's like, so true. you know, and made sure she took him with her or, yeah. like, yeah, you just don't and know. And I know she said, I know in her blog she says, like, she didn't um, drink alcohol or do drugs or anything like that, but maybe she thought, like, I'm 21, like, I'll have a drink or yeah. two, and she didn't know how, how exactly. So it. she thought, you know what, maybe mm. I won't take all my meds so I can have a few drinks and maybe, you know what I mean, yeah. like young doesn't know how she's going to react like all that sort of stuff yeah. she thought just to be safe I won't take all my meds so then I don't you know you know what I mean like I don't have a reaction yeah. to drinking alcohol yeah um so the autopsy determined that her cause of death was accidental drowning yep um so that was sort of I guess I feel like a lot of people were were disappointed with the conclusion that it was accidental drowning. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess we should talk about theories as to why this became such a big case and why people aren't so sold on the accidental drowning um, that it was ruled. Yep. Um, So I don't know if you want to hit into theories or – yeah, so that there's so many theories on this, like, and some of them are just ridiculous. Like, there's just people out there that just want this to be so much more than it is. I think, and I think with the history of the hotel, people were just looking for a modern, a modern horror story. I think like an urban legend sort of. Yeah, so I think like one of the theories they talked about in the documentary was that that um, musician Morbid, who did like, oh. uh, I think they call it dark metal or death metal or whatever. <laughs> Um, and he had like a YouTube channel and he did a video of him staying in the Cecil and people thought, oh, my God, he was staying at the Cecil. He's killed her because he had all these like weird music videos of him <laughs> chasing girls and all these random stuff. But, um, I mean, it, it was later he did like lie detectors and everything and, and he didn't had nothing to do with it. He wasn't staying there. He was, I think he was off on another country yeah. at the same time. And, and his like whole life has been ruined by these people saying that he had something to do with it like and can i tell you for a sleuth to find all right that he was at the six wouldn't they have freaking checked when (sighs) he was at the six look i don't understand you would think so how could she be that stupid like as in to to say all right like to find this guy and then search his music and then look into his video clips but not actually look at where he was at the time that this went or when this happened like it's just random and like yes, his music and his music videos were quite disturbing. Yeah, like but not at my that, that's no, <laughs> but that specific genre of metal, like that is the whole being yeah. of that genre. Like you, you, so that that was one of the theories, and obviously ruled out quite easily. Yeah. So one of this one I found. This is just I don't even. This isn't even a theory. This is just freaking weird. So the. Yeah. She went like just before um she went missing. The last one of the last places she visited was a place called the Last Bookstore. Yeah. Um. So that was just that was in LA. I think that was just around the corner from where she was staying, so she didn't have to like you know hunt this place down or anything. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But it does. So if you look up the Last Bookstore's domain, 
you'll find mm-hmm. a postal code and in its registration information, so if you look it up, right, yeah. the postal, mm-hmm. if you look up the postal code in Google Maps, it pinpoints um, Elisa's burial spot. Do you know what sense? What the heck? Yeah. That I found creepy. Coincidence. That coincidence. Yeah. But at creepy. the same time, I, who knows if one of these freaks has gone and done this? You know what I mean? That's exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly like, right. This could just be, like you said, like one of those tech-savvy people that are just trying yep. to like. And there's people out there that have just, it feels like they've just put their whole life into yeah. this case. So, yeah, maybe one of them just did that. And how would you even think to look that up, the domain? Like, you know what I mean? Like the postal code and then look it up in Google Maps and it pinpoints that location. Like that's just odd. And I feel like even whoever found that, like what the heck are you doing? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And they're just, that's what I mean. They're just looking for anything to to grab onto that this is something Yeah, so that I thought was a little bit, I don't know. I I, I Mm. personally just think someone's done that as like some sort of, I don't know, not joke, but like to yeah. make it more creepier than what it is. But this theory is probably the most extreme. Okay, but yeah, okay, um, can I tell something? This is extreme, yeah. but what the heck? But weird. I'm sorry, yeah. I can't get past this. I think this is really weird. I feel like I'm going to have to try not to laugh while I say it. But um, some people think that Elisa was used as a biological weapon to help take out the homeless population in LA. And that she was killed because someone had discovered her identity, as as you might say. And then another weird thing was that on Skid Row at the time, there was a tuberculosis outbreak, um, which I think in Australia we're um, vaccinated against tuberculosis. Like it's just like a, a weird disease. But um, the type of tuberculosis that was circulating around Skid Row at the time was titled like, you know how they always shorten diseases, like we've got COVID-19. This tuberculosis outbreak was called Lamb Elisa. I'm sorry, but like, that <laughs> can I, and that is something that some some freak couldn't have gone and changed. Like that is an actual no. thing. Yeah. And that was happening at that time. Yeah. But, like that it it's very odd and almost unexplainable. Yes. Um, but the theory is very extreme. It is extreme, but it does make, it's like mm. things that make you go, mm. like, you know, <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, how do you explain you that? You can't. Yes. Like, like, I feel like. You can't yeah, explain It's it. just unexplainable. And this, I find another, un- like, there's just so many odd things with this particular case. This is freaking odd as well. Yeah. The movie Dark Water, which was released in 2005. Mm, yes. Yeah. So, did you look at? into this at all i feel like i've seen this have movie you? a long time ago wow. yeah. okay. when i was younger yeah. um but yeah it's 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 very odd it, maybe elisa was a, a fan of this and she wanted to recreate it i don't know so this this movie it's about um a lady named dahlia and i think her daughter's name is cecilia yeah. Um, so I think they moved to like a like sort of dingy place to be closer to her school, like a dingy apartment. So it's just the two yep. of them. So I'm guessing the parents were se- uh, recently separated. Um, and I think they had they, – they keep – I actually haven't seen the movie, so I don't know if you remember it, but apparently they ha- keep having like a drip, like there's something's mm-hmm. dripping in their apartment. Yeah. Um, and then they find that the upstairs apartment I think had been flooded or something. something had gone on there and the family was like missing. Mm-hmm. And then I, obviously the young, I'm quite sure that the younger 
I don't know if it's actually the daughter or the mother that are having sort of like hallucinations. I actually think it's the mother of like a young girl. Yeah. And one day she goes onto the roof and finds like a little backpack. And when she finds a backpack, there's again, there's a water tank on this apartment building roof and she peeks in and finds the little girl. So like maybe it's, Elisa was a fan of this movie. Like, I'm just like saying, imagine if Elisa was thinking about committing suicide, was a fan of this movie and just kind of recreated it. It's freaking well, and, and apparently there's two other things. As I said, I haven't seen the movie, but I think that there is a scene in the movie that the water is coming out of the tap black. Oh my god, Karina, I've just realized why. So in the movie, Dahlia and Cecilia. Right. Are you say the black dahlia? The black yes, dahlia. I know. And Cecilia, like hotel. Yes. Oh how my God. freaky! I actually had that. Oh, how freaky <laughs> is that? I did not even realize that. How, I, that's what that's I mean. Freaky. That is exactly what I mean. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. So do you have creeps now? Yeah, that's that's freaking weird. It, that is weird. It really is weird. As, oh, that's what I mean. Another unexplained. So that's two unexplainable things. Unexplained. Yeah. Right? Um. So that mm-hmm. I found, yeah, as I said to you, like I found re- extremely odd and I'm like, we have to talk about this. Um. And in yeah. the end, um, I'm quite sure that the mother dies. So I think that's Dahlia okay. dies and um, Cecile, her daughter, she walks off with the, um, the little girl that had died and then her actual daughter, like her biological daughter, goes to live with the dad. I just did like a quick overview of what that yeah. movie is. Sorry if anyone wants to watch it, but you've had like 15 years. <laughs> like, <honestly. laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Yep. So that's that. Now, this Oh, I have to tell you about this. I actually messaged you about this last night. Did you look into it? Yeah, I did look into it. Yeah, yeah. Do I? You do, you do your thing. You tell me, and then okay. I'll, yeah, yeah. So another theory is that um, there was like a bit of a an urban myth called like with the elevator game, and I think it had to do with Bloody Mary, which is like an urban legend. And the theory is like that Elisa was trying to get this Bloody Mary thing to appear, and like. There's like a, a pattern with the elevators. You have to go into an elevator in a building that has more than 10 floors and you have to push all these buttons and do all these things and apparently you get out into this new dimension yeah. or something like that. And when you're in this new dimension, you kind of have to do similar patterns to come back to your current dimension. Um, and, yeah, people think that she was trying to do that, trying to get into this other dimension. You know, but, but can I tell you, and apparently like as well, like so apparently you do all these dimensions and if somebody comes into the lift, you you have to stop the game. You have to start again. So you, you literally need to be by yourself. Uh, yeah. And yep, then apparently yep. in the when you finally, I don't know, get to like the fifth floor in this, I don't know, weird sequence thing, this woman appears and you're not allowed to talk to her. Otherwise, she, this woman will keep you forever. But if you don't talk to her. <laughs> You, she'll lead you to this new dimension. And to get back, it's like a weird sequence thing as well. And mm. I honestly, I don't know why I find this so freaking weird. I mean, it, it would explain her kind of getting out and looking yes. and going back in. Yes, yeah, it actually yeah. does. But, oh, my God. I mean, I think the mysterious woman is meant to be Bloody Mary. And I don't know if you remember this from primary school, but. Bloody Mary was like is that the mirror? Like a big is that thing. A mirror? The mirror yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, you know, you'd go into the mirror, you'd have to say Bloody Mary five times. You have to be in the dark, and apparently Bloody Mary would appear in the mirror. Like, <laughs> I don't know. 
I did it. I did that did as a kid. You? Oh. Yeah. Would you play so this? Maybe she was just doing the would same you play thing. this elevator game? Maybe not now. <laughs> maybe as a kid, I, maybe as a kid, I would have because I was a bit um, not like I was. I love this stuff, like, and like, yeah, I used to do the Bloody Mary at school in the school. Mary I used to do it at home. I used to like really try and get them out there. Get yeah. it. Yeah. So maybe then I would have, but now probably not. See, uh, yeah, I, I don't. I I feel like when I was younger, I was like. Like you said, more open or not as scared. Mm. Uh, there is no – I wouldn't even do that now. No like I'm even scared to no. say the BM word. Like do you know what I mean? Like and I'm not <laughs> even near a mirror. Like it freaks me out so much. Like don't talk mm. to me or come near me. Like no ghosts, you know. <laughs> um, but so so they're the main theories um, regarding this particular case. Um, mm. So obviously the end of the day it was ruled as like an accidental drowning. Um, yeah, and it was a – it was ruled as a um, result of her bipolar disorder. Yeah, yeah. Something, yeah. It was. But I guess now that we've talked about it, what do you think? I'm dying to know what you think actually happened here. Yeah, so I'm a bit boring with this one. I think, um, yeah, people have grabbed onto this and just wanted it to become more than it was. I, I really do. I think that she was not taking some medication that she should have or she was taking too much of something. She had so much medication prescribed to her that it was obviously I think everything would have interacted with each other and maybe she forgot one pill one day and and it's kind of thrown her out. And I honestly think she was like in a paranoid or manic state and she what she was doing at the time made sense in her mind and it just came off as weird to everybody else. But I think she was, yeah, in a paranoid or manic state, made her way to the roof and unfortunately thought at the time it was a good idea to get into the water tank and died. Like I, I just, I don't think anything else of it. Yeah. Interesting. That's, that's it. I, yeah. yeah. I might, I might <laughs> shock you here, mm. but I'm <laughs> up. Can I tell you up until I saw that little maintenance guy, I was like, mm. this is freaking sus because the start, the story always was that that little latch was closed. And I feel like that changed yeah. everything from when he said that he closed the latch. So obviously when the mm. police, I guess because when the police got there, the latch was closed, but I think the maintenance guy closed that latch. You know what I mean? And I, that has made all the difference for me. Yeah, I think. I believe him. I believe him when he says when he got up there it was opened yeah. because the, the the water tank was the back corner. The police could have just looked up and thought, oh, yeah, they're, they're closed and they didn't check the back one. Like, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm more like this is a hard one because I feel like and actually all every episode I've realised like I haven't just given you an answer because <laughs> I feel like one, I like with him, with new information coming in, I'm just so like I can't make up like give you like a hundred percent answer. This I'm I'm really sorry. There are cases I swear that I can give you a hundred percent answer. <laughs> this I can't again. I, there is yeah. just like I definitely think it's like seventy percent what you're saying, but there's thirty percent of me I can't let go of the weird like how many coincidences are there in this case? I feel like it's not just cut and dry. Like it's not just like, I feel like there's yeah. so many, like, not only did she get up, it's different if there was, like, just a door that was open and a ladder. Like, you know what I mean? If this door was alarmed, if it wasn't, again, that would probably change my mind a little bit. But m- most people, including that little maintenance guy, did say that door's alarmed. In that state, she would have had to go out the window. And obviously, do you know what I mean? 
she's hallucinating. She there's something in her mind telling her to go up there. But there's little things that I did look into. Like apparently there were cigarette butts up there. There was graffiti, beer bottle. Um, so people were up there. All boxes. The time. Yeah. So it's not like no one was up there, which that can lean into both theories. It can lean in. Obviously, it was easy to be accessed, but it also yeah. means that other people had been up there. Yeah. Um. All in all, like as I said, I am more. I am definitely seventy seven five percent heading your way. But there's little things I can't let go of that I can't be a hundred percent. Like what? Yeah. Uh, the like what? <laughs> definitely. Yeah. I, I, you're gonna be think I'm a nutshell, but that government thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god. That that is just weird. No. no, I'm not saying that they that actually happened, but I just find that so freaking weird. And I find the movie the dark water thing. That is weird. Weird. And but like I said, maybe she was a fan. Like yeah. Maybe she apparently there was a Tumblr post she did recently and she'd said that she was thinking about committing suicide. Yeah. And part of me thinks that maybe she went on this trip to, to commit suicide, like to not do it around her family. And that maybe she was a fan of that movie and that's where she got the idea from and she went to this hotel and just thought, All right, this is a good time to do that. Yeah, I, that's all. That's why I am agreeing with you, but I can't give you a hundred percent on this. Maybe you've put me up to eighty percent. Let's keep it at that, eighty percent. But there's something I don't, I I can't. I don't know what it is. It's just something about this, and that's why so many people are obsessed with it. Like there's yeah. something like about like obviously that there's an elevator game, the movie, mm. that bioweapon thing. I I do think that bookstore thing is absolute bullshit, and I do think that that other that singer's involvement. I think that's bullshit as well. But there's just so many odd odd things to it that I can't like. I don't know. I can't give you a hundred percent, but I am more on your page than I ever was before. Cause if you asked me this last year, I would have I, yeah. honestly, you know what my theory was last year that someone in the hotel was in on it. Yeah. That's what I honestly thought last yeah, okay. year. Yeah. And now I am definitely leaning towards like a, like more psychotic break. Um, I guess more, cause I did a bit more research into that and that you can like hallucinate and stuff like that. Um, do you know what I mean? With bipolar and obviously she wasn't taking her meds and all that stuff does logically point to that. But there are very weird coincidences that I can't get over. Yeah. In this. Okay. Is that what you thought I was going to yeah. say? Yeah. So my, my theory before watching the documentary was that maybe like there was just a yeah. creep in the hotel that if it was following her and she hid in the water tank and unfortunately it didn't work out. But the documentary changed yeah. my mind because it, it, it just – everyone was just so OTT about it and it made me just think there it's so black and white. This case is so black and white. She had a mental disorder. She had so many prescription drugs. Some she didn't take. Some she you did. Know, and do you know, you know like, and this is another thing that changed my mind as well. I guess looking into that um, hypothermia, because I thought it was very odd oh, that yeah. she was naked and all her clothes were off and found in the tank. Like, I did think mm. that was really odd. I thought someone maybe yeah. had thrown them in there, but that it's not. That's no, odd. but like, because <laughs> apparently when you are experiencing that hypothermia, you actually get really hot, and. So yeah. there's two yeah. things, like she's either like taken off her clothes to tread the water or she's taken them off 
to because she feels hot. Yeah. Yeah. Or like maybe when she kind of came to realize she was stuck in the water tank, she thought if I take my clothes oh, off, yeah. I might float yeah. a bit more and might be able to get out. But yeah, I don't think her, her being naked was anything. Yeah. So crazy. I originally I did I was like, what the heck? Because obviously I thought of the hatch thing. Like you're not gonna get naked, throw your clothes in there, and then jump in. But obviously, like she's taken off washing. No. I do. Yeah. As I said to you, I am definitely on your side of it. Like if someone asks me, like it's not yeah. something that I'd keep researching, but I just can't give it a hundred percent. I don't know why. It's a conspiracy yeah, okay. in me. Okay. Mm. <laughs> well, that was that was a good. It was good a good combo. Yeah, I was me too. To especially after case. watching the doc, uh, like the documentary, yeah. I watched it again as well. So yeah, yeah. Um, but that's I think a wrap. That's, that's about it. Yes. for this for this week, it is a wrap. A wrap yeah, week. We don't have it. We don't need any any crime stoppers. No uh, handles this week. Cause it's not Australian, but um. Yeah, if anyone has a case they want us to cover, definitely send us a message on Instagram. Our Instagram handle is at Caffeine Crime yes, and Canines. Give us a follow. Yeah, subscribe on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify. That would be amazing. Um, yes, actually, wait, before we I go, there is yeah. one um, week thing I want to. I just want to tell you. Um, so I put oh, yeah. out some, um, not, not a quiz, what would you even call that thing, like sort of voting a poll. It was like a poll uh, last almost, week yeah. just regarding certain, I guess, convicted and not convicted people. Yeah. And one of them has shocked mm. the pants off me. You know what it is, don't you? I know. I, I know. am too. Like, I'm a bit mad, following actually, us. to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Who are these people? You, you, you give us it in a line with our... Please, whoever voted that Adnan Syed is guilty, send me a message. Oh. Yes, please. Have send a conversation a with us. Yeah. Yes. We'll, we'll get you on the podcast and we'll yeah. just blow this thing up because, yeah, no way. If... If you have the information on that, he is not guilty at all. And if you voted that he is guilty, you yeah, clearly haven't done enough you know research. We're gonna help you through this. I feel like we're gonna we're just gonna like yeah. help you get to the innocent verdict. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah I think that's so yeah. that's something that literally shocked me. And this we are gonna cover mm. it. I'm telling Lockie right now. But I'm gonna need. Yeah. I'm gonna have to re-listen to yeah. everything, and I'm gonna need like episodes to talk about this. So <laughs> heads up. Yeah. Adnan, yes, it's going to be a big, big thing. Coming soon. But, um, yeah, that's Um, a wrap for today. And I am looking forward already to next week's case. (laughs) Have a good night. Bye. 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 Lazy. I love lazy Sundays. I know. I'm loving it. I can't wait for um, Married at First Sight finale tonight. Oh, (laughs) I'm so excited. That's so funny you say that because this is the first one I feel like I haven't gotten as into. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. all the other episodes I've been watching like crazy, but this one. It's been pretty bad, but I still am watching it like religiously. You know what's funny though? Because I, I, like I follow them on Instagram, so I've been like catching up through there. Like I'll watch an episode here and there, but if I've missed an episode, I don't go back to catch up. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I saw like Beck's got a secret boyfriend. It was her all along. Yeah. Yeah, that's all going to be revealed tonight, apparently. I cannot wait. Pretty funny, huh? Um, I'm super excited about this episode. Me too. Oh, my gosh. And I feel like we've agreed on most cases up until this point. I have a feeling we're not going to agree on this one. I feel like we might have differing, differing opinions. I'm really curious to see because I feel like you're, like, level-headed. Like, you usually – you know what I'm – like, I – 
I thought that I'd know what you would think happened in this case. Like, that's what yeah. I think. But now yeah. you've thrown me off. <laughs> you've actually thrown me off completely because now I'm like, what the heck does she think happened? <laughs> oh, I'm excited. Okay. <laughs>